Hello, I'm Terry with a Y. And I'm Terry with an I. I'm a dance major. And I'm not. Five, six, seven, eight, two, 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 seven, eight, turn! And turn! Why didn't you turn? Because we never agreed to do this. You said this was going to be cool. No one said this was going to be cool. Now I'm embarrassed. Now you're embarrassed. Yes, because it's in front of people. You should wake up embarrassed. Hey, hey, I'm Art, new age philosophy major. Excited to live with you and laugh with you and cry with you. Thought you might like to keep a dream journal. Welcome to episode 15 of the What I Love About Pixar podcast. In each episode, we talk about something I love from Pixar. Could be a particular character, scene, or a film itself. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the character art from the pre- Monsters, Inc. prequel, Monsters University. So, let's get straight to it, starting with his character profile. As always, when we do character profiles, a big thank you to our source, the Disney Wiki. So... Art was voiced by Charlie Day, and Art is the ultimate free spirit. Art is a mysterious monster, well, aren't they all? Uh, <laughs> with a questionable background, again, aren't they all? <laughs> oh. But by far the strangest member of the Uzma Kappa fraternity, Art bowls over the competition. Sometimes, literally, with his unique dexterity and wildcard ways. Nothing is scarier than the unpredictable, especially when it comes to this funny ball of bad. Our appearance is he's a medium-sized monster in the shape of an arch. He has two small arms, light purple, shaggy fur, with two dark purple stripes on both legs and a large mouth with rounded teeth. During the scare games, he wears two wristbands on his legs with the Uzma Kappa symbol on it that were knitted by Miss Squibbles. Our personality is he is odd, eccentric, good-hearted, weird, loyal, laid-back. And funny. I want to talk a bit more about his personality a little bit later on in the show. So let's get ready to start talking about, talking about what I love about art. Okay, so where do we start with a monster like Art? 
Well, why don't we focus more about his personality first? Because um, art is considered to be a bit of an oddball. I mean, don't go wrong, he has a good heart, and we do see that throughout the film. But rather oblivious for the most part, he's got many different interests, which I'd like to talk a bit more about. Um, he, well, to start with, he was a well, New Age philosophy major, and he's quite skilled at acrobatics, dancing, and flexibility. A lot of these interests, just nobody might know about. Um, and he also apparently likes to keep a dream journal with him. I mean, it's one of the first few opening words we hear about art when Mike and Sully um, arrive at Uzbekapa House. When they join the fraternity, that's when we first meet Art. Um, to get introduced to all the other members of the Uzbekapa fraternity. And Art, I think, is the last of the members we meet. And he sort of he makes his grand entrance, really, and it's straight away we show off. He sh- he's, she shows off his decks. Ability and his flexibility by making a great big entrance, which is brilliant. And it's like, I'm art. It's like, would you like to keep a dream journal? And hands them both dream journals, which and the covers of them look a bit sparkly, a bit pretty, rainbows, unicorny. Not sort of thing you would expect for a monster who wants to become a scarer that we're familiar with in Monsters Inc. But I feel that's, that is quite cute. The heart has got that little hobby. You know, I mean, I'm sure we've all, at some point in our lives, mainly, mainly probably about our teenage years, probably all kept diaries at some point and decorated them in our own unique um, per- way that's personal to us. So this is kind of like Art's little way of his own little diary. Um, I don't think we get we get to see much of, the, of, of Art's actual journal. We just learn that he likes to keep a dream journal which is great for you art oh, i mean you had a great dream dream because it could be used to write about your dreams you have at night or actual real life dreams that you want to make a reality or it could be as a diary so I mean, it's a weird hobby for someone that wants to become a scarer would have but that just shows how art's different and you go out you will have a dream journal you have a dream journal so we so we first meet Art, as I mentioned, with all the other Uzba Kappa members when Michael Sully joined the fraternity. And Art is, he basically helps those two settle in. I mean, especially with the initiation, that weird initiation ceremony that Uzba Kappa has with Mike and Sully. You know, where it's, it's one of those standard initiation service we had on TV, in film and TV where do you where uh, we got that mood light night lighting words out there mood lighting um and everybody's all wearing these weird hoods and it's like do you swear to keep our secrets and blah, 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 blah. it's nothing like what we saw in, in finding Nemo where the Tang Gang did their initiation ceremony with Nemo. It's a lot more in this film it's a lot more Every little bit will speak here. But again, the characters in the, in Monsters, in the Monsters Inc. and University are monsters, so they've got to make it a scary. But yeah, so art helps them in 
that. And then we get to arts. I will talk about what arts are the scare games because that becomes the main focus of the film, of the second half. half. Um, now, the scare games in the first round, art really is not really helpful. He's, he's practically in the, in the way. Because um, in the first round, you are not supposed to touch things. It's called the Toxicity Challenge, and you're not supposed to touch things. As it, uh, it has embarrassing side effects, as we learn. But art, he's really, really, really giddy, and I just love how it brings out his playful side, where he's just like, I want to touch them! He's like, he's seeing these, I can't remember what they're called, I mean, called, um, I mean, we will do an episode on this, on particular, on all the different challenges this game so I was nervous, but I can't remember what they're called, but I do remember you're not, you weren't supposed to touch them, otherwise some strange things would happen. But, ah, uh, he's like a little four-year-old, goes, I won't touch it, I won't touch it! Which we've all, we've all been through in our lives, I mean, I definitely have, and sure we probably still feel that way now. We've all had that moment in our lives where we've been like a four or five year old. We seem to be really repeating. We, we, we know we're not supposed to touch it, but we just won't go over and touch it! And then obviously the adults have to try and hold us back. But of course in Monster University there are no adults. It's the monsters, they're students. So you've basically got to rely on themselves to make the right decisions. And unfortunately in this particular challenge, art does not make the right decision and... He ends up touching it. it. And he learns that lesson quite quickly um, after scooping large amounts of detox sickness, which in results in his body yet gets swelled up in pain. There you go, hard lesson, but Art does learn it. I think that shows how a quick learner Art can be. I mean, Yes, you see some of his play- playfulness, so you see some of his giddiness, but there are times when art can really step up to the plate and have that moment of seriousness. Um, particularly when the team are talking to Mike, they look to him as a leader. And it shows how art could quickly learn. Because in one of the other ch- ch- challenges, um, I, think it, I think it's the next rather happens straight afterwards, um, they have to basically get across um, some steps. And they all look to Mike as the leader. And Mike shows them the way. And art, it really is able to follow exactly what Mike has done, which shows how he's able to learn. Compared to the first round, where Art literally, despite being told you are not supposed to touch the toxic things, you've been told that very, very clearly, and Art, as soon as he gets into the challenge, he's like, I just want to touch them! Does it? And it's like, well, you've been, what's the one thing you were told to do, Art? You did it. Um, But... As we can see even from this next time, he's a quick learner, Art, and has been able to follow exactly what Mike has told him to do, which is brilliant, because it shows how quick learning Art can be, and there are times when he doesn't behave silly, he actually can be a grown-up and actually does behave, and it really is a big help to their team, 
particular challenge after having done so badly in the first round. Um, they it, it shows Art's able to learn, and he also and talk about Art being able to step to the plate sometimes in one of the rounds. Um, it's Sully who messes things up. In one of the challenges, they have to be silent. I think they're in, they're in a library. And they've got to do this challenge silently. Because if they make a single noise, it will set off the librarian. Oh, it was a right horrible looking bit of a monster. Uh, so in that one, it's round. It's Sully who messes up. And Art step here steps up to the plate. They're thinking, oh no. The librarian's going to get set off anyway. Let's see see what I can think to do to help my team and so that the focus is on me and not my team. And Art brilliantly decides, well, he's going to go and distract the librarian by literally causing havoc in the library. Literally left, right and centre and to avoid getting caught by her. Because that is basically the challenge is that you're not supposed to get caught by the librarian. And that's a brilliant demonstration of Art thinking on his feet quickly, knowing that there's a great big chance we may not do well now, thanks to Sully messing up, who really throughout this, this film doesn't really want to be part of the team. He really doesn't. And we'll talk about that in another time, but obviously we want to focus on Art today because it's about Art. I just love that. It's a great support of Art demonstrating how he can literally think on his feet like that. Uh, if maybe you thought he's just a goofball and a great big laugh, well, here is Art stepping up to the plate and demonstrating how he can be a team player and take the risk of him getting caught rather than his whole team getting caught. And that's a brilliant thing for Art to be involved in and just shows how he can step up to like where he needs to be. Um, oh, now, referring to Art's dancing abilities, we do actually get a chance to see this at a party. Um, the whole fraternity attends the party, and, oh, and Art, this is where he gets to show up his dance moves, and it's one of those, oh, it's one of those horrible scenes in, 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 we see in film and TV, main TV, where... A particular character, in this case Art, you know, he thinks he's a great dancer. He thinks he's got the moves like Jagger. <laughs> I'm not going to burst like the song, I'm not going to burst like the song. But he thinks he's great, he thinks he, and he loves what he's doing. But unfortunately, the other members of the, pass, of the party, so everybody else on the, on the university campus, spots this and Art, unfortunately, along with the rest of Uzma Camper, ends up getting humiliated and it's so hard to see and because Art he thinks he's a great dancer and he loves to do dancing and he's really proud of what he's doing you know he's really saying his groove out and then he basically gets humiliated and this does dampen their spirits which then leads to Mike who pretty much acts like the team a team leader for Camper. I mean, yes, he was the one who, nom who nominated Uzma Camper to enter the Scare Games. But Mike steps up as a team leader to help his fraternity 
to make sure they are in good spirits and particularly with Art who obviously ends up getting discouraged after the simulation and Mike Bruni helps out with Art and gets him and the other spirits back up. Now as the games do continue, Art does do quite well with the rest of his team and they are end up being the fight well the final teams of the finals. And I want to talk about Art's turn in the final challenge. Because the final challenge, each monster in the team um, has to face their own sort of scare. They've got to try and scare a kid in their own unique way. And they'll be given a different scenario. Now, for Art's round, and it's basically whoever gets the kid mechanic to scream the loudest as the point for the team. So in Art's round, he is this really where he shows off his acrobatic skills. Um and all his hidden abilities pay off. Art has comes up with basically using his stealth and his acrobatics to avoid stepping on any toys that are not simulator because in his simulator the room is surrounded by toys. And obviously, the monsters, they aren't really supposed to touch anything that's in our world when they come into our world and try to scare children. And Art, brilliantly, he uses his acrobatics and shows what a stealthy monster he can be. And he brilliantly surpasses his, his part of the challenge. Now, unfortunately, as we found out that, obviously, you know, Sully had a hand in... Well, basically, making sure Uber Kappa won. And, well, Sully basically cheated. And they're all heartbroken. It's oh, it's so sad because we see Art celebrate with the rest of the team when they win. And then when they find out the truth, it's just so heartbroken. Broken. And... Unfortunately, they don't have a time to rest because they have to make that step up. Because Mike ends up running away when he, because he's really does it to the whole team. Uh, so Mike runs away, and when they, the rest of the user discover that Mike has gone in the team room, and so he's gone after him, Uzma Kappa have to step up. And again, it's another perfect example of showing that art can. Step up to the plate when he needs to. You, you see that comedy side. You see the goofball of, of him. But he's able to step up at times. Especially when they have to try and distract the, the guards. In order for to get into the door that Mike came from and save him. And when Mike does get saved. You know, we do get a little bit of rods. <laughs> And she has to basically assure them that the rest of the camper, whatever happens to Mike and Sully, it's up to Hardcastle. Sorry, Hard Scrabble! <laughs> oh no! I mispronounced the name! <laughs> oh no! Hard Scrabble! The, pre- the head mis- mistress of the, of the campus. She's called Hard Scrabble. Oh dear. But good job it's not on her cat episode, otherwise that would have been bad. <laughs> yeah. Because the rest of this campus they do show worry for Michael and Sully, particularly art, because they've you know they've become friends and fraternity brothers. 
So the rest of the news company are a bit concerned and worried. And so Ross Bay has to basically reassure them that, well, whatever happens to Magnusoli, it's now up to hard scrab scrabble. Oh, dear. Um, and after Art and the others, they do find out that obviously the importance of Magnusoli have been expelled by hard scrabble. They do say they've got heartfelt goodbyes. Oh, and it's so sad because with this being the the prequel to Monsters Inc., even though this is Monsters University came out in 2013 and Monsters Inc. was 2001, so that's a good 12 years apart. And even though this is a prequel, we don't know if the art will ever get reunited with Michael Sully. We have to use that as our own imagination. So this particular scene with the head is such a heartfelt scene because none of the users can know that we're going to see them again. But they do reassure Michael Sully that art and the rest of the user camper have been invited to join in the next semester of the, of the Skyrim program, as Hard Scrabble was quite impressed by their work in the games. And the last thing towards the end of the film, in the credits, um, we see that there's a scare card of art, which sort of indicates to us that art eventually did graduate from Monster University as a scarer for Monster Dink, even though we don't really see that. Obviously, this is a prequel set way before the events of Monsters Inc. And yes, yeah, so we assume that Art eventually did get to the dream of Inca Scara. Now, there's one other thing about Art that I want to put out, and um, we learn a bit more. We learn a bit more about Art. Art is he said that he wants the top all the time went to jail. Um, um he implies it because I can't remember when it, it where it is in the film, but Art says at one point, that he can't go back to jail, which must have meant that he must have been there before, which has got to suggest that he's got a criminal record, but unknown for what. Um, I just think, whoa. So, given how this is set in a university, and so they will probably be, I don't know, about, say, 18 at the, le at, at the least, that's got to mean that Art must have done something quite as an early teen, as a young, as an early teenager, or as a young child. But I'm glad we don't find out what it is because I don't want to know what Art's done in his past because I'm loving him as a per as a person right now in this particular film. All the things we're seeing him are in the film is what's making me love him. So I don't think I want to know about something that's happened in Art's past that has forced to go to jail because he's just so lovely as this and. In terms of Art's personality, I do love how there's times where he can be odd and eccentric and be the goofball and then switches it back to being, you know, good-hearted. And he's extremely loyal to the Uzba Camper fraternity. Even with Mike and Sully as the new kids, Art tries to make the full world because, as we saw at the beginning, when we first meet Art giving the dream journals, he's just trying to make them feel a part of the of the. Uh, Fraternity, because that is their home now, like I say, that's now their home, and you've got to get on with all these other fraternity members who clearly have been there quite long, longer than Mike and Sully. They've got to know each other quite well already. We already see when we first meet the youth campus where I've all these have bonded well. So, Art is quite, I think he, Art is kind of like my favourite of all the youth camper members because I think for me, Art is the least annoying. I mean, the rest of the Uzu campaign, it's, it's, 
they make it hard for you to like them. But for me, ah, oh, straight away, it's, it's just, it's that great big entrance he makes, he makes an entrance, and straight away, he's got, he's got you, got you, and he's got you, and you love him straight away, I love it, in that few seconds, of, of, he's just got you, and you want him straight away. So, so art's kind of like my favourite of the whole music campaign, just because how he's so, he can be funny at times, and a real goofball, and there are other times where he can, you know, show those signs of empathy, and also when he shows that little seriousness and quick thinking, you know, to step up to the plate when the going gets tough, and when he needs to sometimes, you know, make decisions for himself, like we saw with what happened when suddenly sort of mocked up what the challenge is, and they finally all got caught, Art stepped to the plate straight away and thought, right, I'll go and distract Librarian, you guys carry on, leave it to me, and Art is really enjoyed to distract them. So it shows how Art is not just a goofball and just an eccentric trick. He is an all-rounder monster. Which, you know me, I'm not really that fan of comedy slapstick characters. But Art, he does produce that comedy, but it's balanced with empathy and warmness and that loyalty to his fellow Uzmakampa brothers, which makes him such a brilliant monster and my favourite from Uzmakampa. Oh. We'll leave it there. Thank you for listening as always. Until next time, my friends, this has been What I Love About Art. <laughs>